0: The following conversation with Chantel Strobel, Communications and Development Manager for Deschutes Public Library, was originally aired on the Friday edition of The Point, a local affairs show. It aired on February 16, 2018. The episode was locally produced by KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio. We're joined today by Chantal Strobel from Deschutes Library, and she's going to talk about the series, the award-winning author, Colson Whitehead, his book. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So before we talk about the Underground Railroad and its author, tell us what Author, Author series is.
1: Well, we started Author, Author about six years ago, and we felt that there was a need to increase the literary arts environment here in central oregon and we thought it would be a wonderful way to bring people also back to books and to reading and most importantly, to discussion. So what we've done is really focused on kind of the greatest thinkers and writers of our time right now. So getting Pulitzer Prize winners, National Book Award winners, and bringing them to Central Oregon, which I think is, is amazing because I, I don't know if people would have had the opportunity otherwise to maybe have heard some of these voices.
0: Have you been doing it the whole time you've been at the library?
1: Well, I've been at the library for 24 years, so... I've been bringing authors in for about 20 of those years, but never as organized as this. So we would bring in three to four authors um, a year that were usually from the Northwest and specifically Oregon when we could. What a wonderful
0: experience to be able to meet the author Though we can imagine why the author was selected, um, you know, because he's won the Pulitzer Prize, he's won the National Book Award, he was Oprah's book club recommendation. Can you give us any more insight as to why the Deschutes Library chose him?
1: Yes, well, we also do another program called A Novel Idea yes. Read Together. We, we, yes, That turns 15 years old this year, and uh, we brought in Yah Jesse last year. And she wrote a book called Going, an amazing book. And so we're tracking authors all the time and and also trying to bring in authors who are dealing with issues that are relevant and timely in society today. And Yah Jesse and Colson Whitehead were both up together at Wordstock, and we saw them interview one another. Actually, Colson was more interviewing Yah Jesse, which was pretty neat because she was a debut writer. I, I loved the connection between them. And because I was bringing out Je- Jesse, I
0: thought we for sure need Colson's voice here as well in, in these times. You know, from reading the reviews of the book and then reading the Homegoing last year, Homegoing interspersed between history and current days and the reviews that I read about um, The Underground Railroad is he kind of does something similar. Is that do I have that correct? Yes.
1: Yeah They both go back in time So that we can somewhat reflect on where we are today and both of them do it in somewhat well, I would say that yeah, Jesse's was more linear than Uh than Colson's but Yes, but it's kind of looking back so we can understand where we are today and where we've been for a very long time, actually.
0: To African-American history. Yes,
1: African-American history. Which
0: is very appropriate for this month. Black History Month. I had recently read uh, a study about how Elementary school students and, and others aren't really learning um, much about the history of slavery in this country, and I'm just curious about your thoughts about the role of literature in, you know, bringing us all up to speed and helping us, you know, realize things about our past that maybe we didn't know.
1: I think that literature plays a critical role in that exact thing, and specifically, this book, *The Underground Railroad*. What I was really moved by is that Colson stays; he he brings a reader in to the experience and he holds you there no matter how uncomfortable it gets and it gets uncomfortable this is a difficult book and it's a really true book he went back and read several histories of and writings from slaves and he really got into that mindset of what they endured that's where he kind of holds us throughout these pages it's hopeful at the end but i would say that the book is very much The experience that they experience so I think that literature can do that in a different way can really like time travel us back to that time hold us there where what we learn in school is just a quick snapshot it's more factual but but literature can bring you into the emotional experience and I think that's much more meaningful and that's where connection can truly happen you know and empathy can
0: build Absolutely. I'm curious if there was anything particularly surprising that you learned while reading the book.
1: I think maybe just the whole experience, the the amount of despair. So we always want to... Well, two things. One, I think he was thoughtful about the slaves living together and how we sometimes romanticize that as being, oh, you know, there's the Uncle Tom or someone who's going to step up and take care of one another, you know, the the whole team of slaves, let's say. But in reality, there was a lot of PTSD that was going on on those plantations. The slaves had been brutally abused and raped and seen horrific things. So their relations to one another was probably not what we romanticize it to be, and that it was even more devastating. So I think that that was one point that came across um, pretty strongly, is that these were people who had been just completely devastated and still trying to make it through every
0: day and finding the hope within and and i know that the 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 primary character is a woman who is wants to get off the plantation and escape and then travels on the underground railroad which in the book is truly a railroad yes that sounds kind of pretty exciting we've recently been talking during black history month about the conditions on slave ships uh crossing the atlantic the fact that anyone could survive those conditions does he address that at all in the book or is it more the conditions of plantation life? more
1: the conditions of the plantation life and and the psychological impacts of that Mm. right and Mm -hmm. yeah so and, and I think that that's really important because again we we thought of it more as like this tribe possibly as you know they're creating family but they were being devastated every hour seeing a child be killed or a woman their mother being raped or something and so the impact on that and what that did to the psyche of the slaves but the amazing inner hope that they still carried with them is what i think is is the human experience and the 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 main thread that kind of runs through but again he holds you in the truth for a very
0: long time. <laughs> so Which you're is, really
1: getting the, the true experience.
0: And I yeah. love what you were saying Aaron is that, you know, our history books names and dates yes. and, you know, events and it was never the the story. I think the story is what can really teach people about about the conditions. What are you expecting this evening from Mr. Whitehead in his conversation?
1: I think that he will go over what what kind of moved him to write this book and i know it was something he had been working on thinking about maybe for 16 18 years he didn't feel ready because this book was something that scared him actually as the truth often does you know and for him to have to sit in it and do the research on it it's very painful um but and he didn't feel maybe mature enough yet as a human and also as a writer and i think he'll go through that experience and how he got to this point and then his experience
0: of researching and and writing the book because he has quite a history as far as being an author he's written Many books as well as nonfiction books. He was a Guggenheim Fellow and a MacArthur Genius Fellow. The man has quite an impressive. Resume, so to speak. Yes, he
1: does. And he has been a professor to, at several different universities across the country, and he worked for the Village Voice from the time he was pretty young, just out of Harvard. So yeah, he has a vast background. And he said that he usually likes to take two years off of, between his books. And this is the story that kept coming to him. It's, it's his muse that kept speaking to him, but he just had to be ready to. To write it, and want to emphasize that students, so high school students, they may attend for free. They just need to show their student ID, and they get in for free. We really are trying to make it that high school students can participate in these literary events. So we give about two hundred books out to the area high schools. Then we also offer um, the free tickets to students. I I, I got to say, I'm sitting here and and I'm thinking this could not be. The most uplifting uh, 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 thing to read. But I'm listening to Chantal, and she keeps th- these, these, it's it's a positive, hopeful sound in your voice. I'm kind of curious, what did you take away from this book? You know, I I guess what, I was humbled by this book so much that we think we know what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. And we have no idea. What I found hopeful is that I think I learned a little bit more about what it was like to walk as a slave wow. and to work as a slave. And from that, I my my hopefulness is that they still carried that ounce of hope no matter what they faced. So I don't mean to make this book sound really depressing because it's it's, no, it, it's not, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is a book that really it's not sugarcoating anything. So you just need to know that going in and then
0: sit with it. And, really and it sounds it like, yeah, and it sounds like it's something, again, needs to come to the forefront reality yeah it's a reality not the yeah not the old southern plantation right concept. we gloss things yes. over
1: we romanticize a lot in we this do. country and so to take that gloss off and to truly look at it and then maybe now doing that we can look at things differently
0: about how we treat one another and yeah and have a little bit of have a sense of empathy for the responses we're getting from certain communities Exactly. Is that they have some justification for carrying hurt, anger, frustration, sure. resentment.
1: Well, and that's the interesting thing as well, is that the African-American community, they they know this. <laughs> They've been feeling this. This is what they know. And perhaps sometimes they haven't been able to speak it. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful for books like Y'all Jesse's and Colson Whitehead's voices that they can now speak it.
0: Chantal, thank you. Yes. It was great happy having you. You know what I, I think I'm going to take away from the book what after listening to this yes. great conversation mm-hmm. you guys just had. And you used the word empathy there and
1: Chantal used it. I think anybody reading this book is going to learn the clear difference between empathy and sympathy.